I'd like to welcome everybody back to uh, Between the Tees with Denny Walters Jr. and Bogey Hills Golf Academy. Uh, today's guest is one of my students, uh, Kendra Nowak. Hello. Hi, Denny. Hi, everyone. So this week, uh, I want to touch base on goal setting for this year and how uh, goals, uh, short-term, long-term, mid-term goals, uh, can help uh, your golf game and actually overall uh, life goals that you would might you might have uh, throughout this year. Uh, one of the things that I deal with with a lot of my students is um, when they're going through the season, they really kind of get lost on where they're trying to get to. Yes, we do have uh, things we are working on their golf swing. They might want a little bit better short game, but they don't have uh, set goals sometimes. So uh, this year in 2021, uh, I'm really harping on all of my students to set uh, five goals uh, for the year. And if we achieve those goals, then we set another set of goals. Uh, some of the goals are long-term. So, like example, let's say someone's a 20 handicap and their goal at the end of the year is to be a 15. That's awesome. That's a long-term goal. But then we have to kind of dive into that goal. What's going to cause that 20 handicap to get to a 15 handicap? Uh, so we have to say, is it the short game? Is it more uh, consistency with irons or is their driver messed up? So as you're kind of going through lessons, uh, wherever you are, if you're with a, a coach uh, um, out of the state or somewhere around the country, uh, talk to them about goal setting for this year. Uh, when we're setting goals, it's super important to not – make the goals unachievable. We can be hard on ourselves, but we can't make it to the point where I'm a 20 handicap, I want to be a five. Um, I have 50 putts around and I want to get to 30. Uh, set your goals with a mind that you want to achieve them. If we don't have those goals set where they're not achievable, then we tend to start not wanting to achieve that goal because it's not achievable. So always make sure that your goals that you're trying to set, make sure they're achievable. Kendra. Yep. I want to give, get uh, a student's perspective on some of the goals that we've been working on with you. Yeah, thanks, Denny. I love this topic. So goals, this is just part of, this is part of the cloth that's woven in me. Um, I come from a corporate background, non, now entrepreneur. So I always look to how I'm going to measure success. And I think even just talking to the beginner golfer or, you know, I only have really three to five years of experience. And so got to give myself a little bit of grace in some of these goals. But at the end of the day, they need to be set. I feel like they need to be set and measured really to protect your investment. Mm -hmm. I mean, golf lessons, <laughs> Denny, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> golf lessons, or if you belong to a club, you're playing your rounds, like wherever you are doing your golfing, it's not an inexpensive sport. It's worth it because it's a lifetime sport, but it requires an investment. So I do it to validate my investment and also measure success, which again, it's just part of my background. I've always had to do it in work. And so I really kind of translate that to life. That's not how everybody um, operates, but that's, that's how I roll. And I think that's really just how successful 
golfers, business people, etc., really grow in whatever they're working towards. Right, and um, and that kind of goes into, you know, if you're not used to setting goals in, in life or in your job, this is a great way to start actually setting goals, uh, especially if you, you know, if golf is a game that you love, and obviously if you're listening to this podcast or if you're getting lessons or if you're playing, you obviously love that game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's also a very frustrating game. Um, so when we have goals that we can set, our markers, um, it helps us attain and get better and better through setting goals. Because now we can say, you can look at our little goal list and be like, oh, I checkmarked that one. And that's just mm-hmm. a, a good feel, positive reinforcement of what we're trying to do. Would you say that's a correct thing? I agree. And again, at all levels. I mean, I've never been a competitive golfer, so I can't speak for those that are trying to you know, work their way out of high school into a college scholarship. I am in my 30s. I'm a mom of two. I have a job. So golf is not necessarily my number one. But again, the goals need to be set. And so as others, especially females, are looking at the game, I would highly suggest giving yourself some grace in these. And that's probably some medicine that I need to take myself (laughs) every (laughs) once in a while. But that's even you said three goals. I would challenge that and say, again, for someone like me, three to five, Mm -hmm. um, give yourself some grace, make them achievable, make at least one of those short term. I'm a longer term thinker. I am a I'm an outward looking person, so mine are bigger, a little bit longer term, but I do have some short ones like within the season that I absolutely have in my sights and that I'm focused on now. Right, and when uh, when we get into long term goals, uh, kind of like what I said earlier, you can take that long term goal and figure out what the short term goals are to help achieve that long term goal. So you right. can have one long term goal and then kind of dissect that. Now, when you get into like beginner golfers, you know, how do I, how do I make goals? I don't understand my swing. I don't understand, you know, what I'm even doing on the golf course. So how can a beginner golfer even have goals? You know what I mean? And that becomes very tough. And, you know, when you're a beginner golfer, you just have to make them simple. You know, I want to play nine holes. I want to, you know, go to the range and practice for two days for an hour. You know, you make the goals simple. As you get better, you start changing the, those goals. And kind of to jump on top of that, let's just say you make all your five, five of your goals halfway through the season. That does not mean that you can't set another set of goals. Uh, goals are, are intended to be achieved. Uh, what that time frame is, that's kind of dependent on the student uh, and the teacher to a certain degree. But once you achieve them, doesn't mean we're done. That means we set new goals. Right. Uh, yeah, so, it, Denny, so I would ask you, and you know, we've had a little bit of practice at this because we've already sat down, we've established my goals, and they're varying in type. And I think what you just said, because, again, the – the beginner golfer, the one that's maybe not as experienced, is probably wondering, okay, what types of goals? So you just rattled off um, achievement. Like, what what type of golf, nine holes, 18 golf, mm-hmm. that we should focus on 
uh, another one that you had was a practice goal. What other types of goals do you think the beginner to um, average experience golfer should consider? I have some ideas, but I want to get it from you, too, because you, you have more experience in this. Well, you know, it, it always varies per person uh, what their goals are going to be, um, especially with beginners. Uh, I make it very simple. Um, you know, let's just say that I have them working on a, a new move. You know, one of their goals may be to uh, work on that move consistently throughout uh, the time that they're trying to learn it. Uh, like I said, as you, you know, you're kind of becoming a, a beginner golfer or coming into this game, uh, to me, goal setting is at that time is probably the hardest because you just, the world of golf is so big um, that you can, you can get lost in it. So you have to take it, you know, down piece by piece and say, hey, these are the two or three things, five things that I really kind of want to hone in on uh, as I'm learning. Um, and then I can always change those goals. So it's, uh, it's really difficult for beginners. Uh, as we get into more intermediate golfers, that's when goals start changing. Uh, I tend to get away from my students wanting to say, you know, hey, one of my goals is to stop getting off my back foot or I want to rotate more in my golf swing. That to me is not a goal. Um, that's more of a technique thing that we are working on. Um, I'm more of a goal person in the sense of, hey, I'm, you know, I'm averaging three putts per green. Okay, our goal is to cut that in half. We mm -hmm. want to make nine holes where we're two-putting most of the time. That's measurable. That's measurable, correct. Doing a swing change isn't technically measurable uh, when we're trying to set those kind of goals. So I, I'm more of a, a measurable kind of goal guy where it's, you know, am I hitting fairways? Am I hitting greens? What's that kind of looking like? And there's so many statistics out there um, that you can kind of mark yourself on on the scorecard. There's apps out there that you can get, and I've kind of talked a little bit about those in prior uh, podcasts. But uh, that's the easiest way to measure to measure any part of your game is to actually start seeing what you actually do. You know, our memory is awesome. Mm-hmm. But at the end of 18 holes, I can walk up to someone and say, so how'd you play? Well, they tell me every bad shot. They never tell me the good shots. Oh. Um, except for that one. They're like, oh, and I hit this one. Um, but they can't really remember specifically what they did. Now, I can tell you when I go play golf, 18 holes, um, I can tell you every single shot that I did. Um, but that's just growing and learning and, and me playing since I've been five years old. Uh, you've learned to remember every shot. But, you know, a week from now, I'm not going to – I can't tell you what I did on my fourth shot on number three. Sure. Uh, so, so, Denny, I think I'm going to think I'm gonna advocate here for the intermediate golfer. Thank you for uh, aligning me to that, that term here, <laughs> which – Hopefully, you feel like I'm moving into I, I think I'm there. You are. But, again, for the beginner golfer or one that has some experience, it is still about feel. It is still about feel in terms of how you feel about your game. Because if it doesn't feel good, it's going to be tough to come back. So, this 
and I'm kind of replaying for the audience part of our conversation because you challenged me on these, but still they were my goals, so I put them down. But a couple that I've had is one, you know, having a strategy for a hole I didn't like. So if anybody has played Bogey Hills Golf Course, number nine is a you know what. <laughs> Everybody, especially the ladies, like we stand up, we get on that tee box, and one shot, then trying to get that second shot over the water, oh my. So going into this year, I want to have a strategy and build that consistency for how I can address number nine and feel way better going into that second shot. Because I know I have the distance to get it over. It's just, did I get it in the right place to have that distance? Um, Am I bumping up against a tree? Am I going to have to punch out so I make it a third shot over? Like, just all the things. So strategy on a hole that maybe spooks you would be a suggestion I would have. Um, The other one I struggle with is, you know, being a better social golfer, honestly. And how do I feel after those rounds where it's, gosh, this was supposed to be fun, but it wasn't fun because I couldn't get my mind around it. And I'm in that phase where I still have to concentrate so much, which for me shuts me down in conversation, um, you know, all the things. And so that's, that's an area that I'm definitely working on. But for others, it might be just, hey, having the guts to get out there and do it. Like play in that ladies league, play in that tournament event, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That was a big push for me in the past. And I'm so glad I did push through it because, A, it wasn't as bad or intimidating as I thought it would be. And I learned a heck of a lot through that experience. So I would tell, you know, I'd try to encourage others to challenge yourself in that social aspect. Again, mine is just getting out there and playing with my friends and then having a good score at the end. Right. So being able to turn it on and off, on and off, that's my challenge. Right. But for others, it might just be getting out there. And so this is just my like, hey, girl or guy, get out there and put yourself out there. No, and uh, that's uh, 100% correct. You know, you, you can have those type of goals and, uh, you know, and, and some, some people are kind of flip-flop. They're awesome social golfers. But as soon as a tournament comes on, they can't play. They, they lose all aspects of concentration. They get nervous, overly nervous, and then they just lose it. You know, and, uh, and some of that's just learning. Uh, but other parts of that is, you know, if you goal set to play in an event, we can mentally prepare you for that event. We can do a lot of things to help achieve that goal of whether that's, you know, you're like, hey, my goal is to play through a golf tournament and not feel like I lost it. Mm-hmm. Felt like I did wonderful. Whether what, what, No matter what the score is, um, you walk off and feel like you did, you achieved a goal. Um, and so it kind of just depends on, you know, obviously as you get better, you know, you obviously want to win the event, but sometimes it's just get your, get out there. Right. And, uh, just because we're out of our comfort zone doesn't mean that's a bad thing. 90% of the time, almost a hundred percent of the time, that's a good thing, uh, to get out of that comfort zone just so you can feel, um, 
what competitive golf feels like or social golf feels like for those who are great competitors, but when they get in that social atmosphere, they just don't know what to do with themselves. And, you know, then they get disappointed that they're not playing good in front of their friends. And that can easily cause issues. Yep. One thing that I've learned, especially as it relates to goal setting and, you know, you're, you're a partner in this for me, but accountability I think there's a statistic out there that says you're more likely to achieve your goals if you share them with at least three people. So I guess I'm sharing mine with thousands right now today. You are. (laughs) I'm going to achieve all my goals. No, but seriously, like putting it out there. So um, you as my coach, you see my golf goals. My husband sees my golf goals and probably will share it with some friends, certainly all of you out there, but share them, like talk about it. Right. May, may not be something that you're used to talking about, but find your your people and just say like, "Hey, share that one or two goals, and get it out there." Because right. once you say it, it becomes real. Right. It does. Uh, yeah. We can always write it on paper, and that paper can always get put in a drawer. Um, <laughs> it's a true statement. True. But uh, if you do share it, you might find out that your buddy has the same goal. So right. now you can actually kind of piggyback off each other and say hey let's go to the range or let's go to the putting green and let's have some putting contests let's work on this together since this is basically you know we're working on the same things um it is huge to uh share goals whether that's with your coach with your friends uh like i said you know it sounds dumb to be honest with you corny corny to write down the goals and then Put them in your golf bag. Most people, that goal is staying in their golf bag. They're not going to take it back out. Uh, so if it leaves it in there, you're kind of just hiding hiding those facts, and you're never really going to achieve them. Uh, take them out. Put them on your, on your refrigerator. Put them next to your bed. Um, if you do put them in a golf bag, put it in something where you're going to see it every single time you open up that golf bag. If you take them out, put them in the golf cart. If you're walking, put it on your your uh, carry thing. But uh, don't hide your goals. Yep. If you hide your goals, you're running away from them, uh, and you're not trying to achieve them. It was just a moment of happiness, and then you just forget it. We want happiness throughout your whole entire year of learning how to play. So one of the things that I'm going to set for all of my listeners, set five goals for yourself this year. Send them to Denny. You can more than welcome to send them to me. You can send them through Facebook, or you can actually email them to me at dwalters at bhgapi.com. Um, you can also, uh, if you do send me your, your goals, I can also send you a form. Uh, I'm actually going to get this form. I, I believe the form is actually on our Facebook page as well, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's on my website. Uh, so you can definitely go to either one of those places, and you can see kind of the form of, of what we of what I did and what all my students are filling out. Um, even if you're not a student of mine, even if you're in a different country, even if you're uh, on, in California, Chicago, Florida, you can still fill that out. Uh, and I can give you some great information that you can give to your coach that's in that area. Um, 
or you can wind up sending me some swings and I can help you definitely with your swings uh, via video. So on that note, we're going to call it a day. I got to get some teaching done, uh, especially with the one right across the table from me. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't put my goals out there. Oh, Kendra, what's your goals? We'll run through them really fast. Yeah, go ahead and run through them. And kind of tying back to what you opened with is there's probably one or two in these that overarch the rest. Mm -hmm. So if, if they're achieved, it's probably going to tick off the ones below. Um, I think the the three big ones that will help make the other ones come to life are one, a practice goal. We talked about that. Mine right. personally is to practice three times per week. I have a lesson with you. Usually try to get one round in with you know, a friend, family member in the simulator. And then also we have a putting you know, surface at home that we try to putt with and the kids. Um, Second one is break 100 consistently for 18 holes. Um, and playing 18 holes consistently is newer for me in that regard. So I was a nine holer, but moving more into 18 holes and I want to break that 100, which will ultimately lead to the third and dropping my handicap. Um, I'm at a 31 now and I'd like to be at a 25 by the end of 2021 season. Um, other things I'm working on. Stat tracking, haven't done it, haven't done it, need to just do it. I'm not really worried about what the stats are this year. I just want to establish that baseline for one. Uh, I talked earlier about having a strategy for hole number nine here. Uh, another feely one is club selection. So last year, couldn't get my driver off the tee at all. So it was just really kind of building the confidence in that club this year i want to focus on the consistency with my driver and then sh also shift to building my confidence in my hybrids and my woods because i don't know how to hit those very well you know this mm -hmm. um better social golfer need to get out there play more with my friends and and feel good about it at the end and then last but not least um, i want to qualify for a higher flight in our ladies club championship here i played in the third flight last year with some awesome girls but i'm hoping that you know that's that all is determined by your handicap here at bogey hills so i'm hoping hoping that a drop in my handicap will move me up into higher flight right and uh so those are all awesome goals um but kind of like i said earlier we can take each one of those goals and break them down and have basically like a subset of goals inside of that Mm -hmm. uh, which will ultimately help achieve each one of those goals. Um, and when you're, when you are goal setting too, you know, just because it's golf oriented doesn't mean it has to be completely golf related. Meaning let's just say you're not a very flexible person. And one of your goals in golf is to be able to hit it a little bit farther. Well, I might need you to be a little bit more flexible. So one of your goals is to start attending a yoga class or start going to the gym uh, with the idea that it's gonna help your golf game, but at the end of the day, it's gonna help you in life in general. Uh, so oh, when you do set your goals, uh, yes, we want them golf oriented, but you can also 
make them life oriented as well. Agreed. So Agreed. take that with uh gray assault. And when I say that, set your goals. Uh, don't set the bar too high, make them achievable, but don't make them easy. Um, everybody have an amazing week and we will talk with you soon.